What is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third, And as always, I have my lovely co-hostess with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's by talking about this woman's <laughs> face being beat. No. What is going on, Reese? I mean, she walks into the studio. We're <laughs> live at uh, Studio 2226 right here on the east side. And um, walked in looking like the goddess that she is. What made you step into <laughs> your glory today? Can you tell the people? Well, actually, mm. so we're doing a photo shoot for mm. some new apparel we have oh. that we haven't worn. It's been in my closet. Yeah, yeah. And it's such the weather for it. So, oh, man, it's yeah. brisk, baby. It I'm was ready. a high of 48 today? Yes. Man, it's cold as shit in the city, man. But we gonna deal, because we used to it, yeah, right? Yeah. But uh, she definitely looks good, so I know you're slow clapping at home, and I'm <laughs> slow clapping inside my heart. But uh, getting back to the lecture at hand, we're gonna begin with some new news for all y'all yeah. new news, beginning with news and your president, not mine, 4-5. What do you do? Okay, so if you guys haven't heard, another one of Trump's cabinet members um, mm. is resigning or another just one. she's just not going to run for re-election she was the UN ambassador uh, her name is Nikki Haley mm. um, and hey, she's, she's actually one who's lasted this long ah, yes. because she's had seven other cabinet officials resign under her now how long has this nigga been in office because it I feels think, like an eon at this point no, what does it be going on three e no a year it feels like a very it long does. time. It feels like forever. We got elected in what? Last uh, 16, year? I feel like. Nah. I think we was on the 8, the 12, Oh, you know, 16. it wasn't things we were at the other and place. We're at the end of 2018. Yeah. It's been a long time. Well, a lot of these, the other cabinet members who did resign only lasted, uh, I think the longest was 500 days. They yeah. didn't last very long. Nah, nah, a little bit over a year. Yeah. A little bit over so, a year. So, Nikki resigned and then Trump was heard saying at the press conference that he think Ivanka would be great for the job. I but he I said, he was like, you know, if I if I picked her, then they would call it nepotism. Uh, and we already do, nigga. Yeah. You know, first of all, Z, like, your, your picks whole family are terrible, house. dog. You're like that nigga at the basketball court that's picking people based off height, <laughs> not off skill. Like, you're picking your friends, and they suck yeah. at hoops. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just feel like, man, more of the same. Are you surprised by this stepping down? or? Uh, No, I just I, I think nothing surprises us anymore with the Trump Lowered expectations with this um, administration. You've never really heard about her. Uh -uh. You don't know why. You don't know. They didn't even give a reason why no, she stepped down. She just said she didn't want to run. She stepped down. And I think because... It could be because of the pick. Y'all know your boy got Supreme Court oh, pick. Uh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Going to be a Supreme Court justice for long if he keeps up those antics. I just feel like, know, I mean, I, I know it's a lifetime uh, appointment and stuff like that, but you are who you are, and I think sometimes success only magnifies that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he shits the bed once he gets in office. I'm going to be surprised if a lot of different things happen. Was, was I misreading... Or did the Hispanic woman that Obama um, appointed to Supreme Court, I forget her name, but did she back this nigga? Did she end up saying, uh? Is that the older lady? I think she's a little older and a lot Hispanic. I don't remember. No, okay. Maybe I misread. Maybe it was fake. Supreme news. Court, because um, Graham, Graham, Lindsey Graham mm -hmm. blocked everybody. Yeah, Obama yeah, I remember we talked about that a few episodes back. Lindsey Graham caught blocking. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Man, at the end of the day, man, I just think it's politics as usual. We are waiting 
for this dude to be impeached, which probably ain't going to happen, well, or because resign, Kavanaugh, or just age out. This is why this was so instrumental in him getting that pick, mm -hmm. because Kavanaugh doesn't believe in impeaching or indicting uh, any president. Yeah, he said it's So he got him in his pocket. Ah, uh, yes. But, you know, there's a uh -huh. women's march this Saturday, and I think it may be part of yeah, the, the, the lack of support for yeah. that pick. Um, and I saw, no, I didn't see, but I heard, um, and I think I... I don't remember where I saw it, but Amanda Seals, that's what it, it was a little post, mm. um, that women have been kneeling mm. in, in protest of Kavanaugh mm. being picked. Interesting. And so Amanda was like, how dare you kneel oh. and not acknowledge why Colin Kaepernick mm. was kneeling in the first place? Because yeah, it was yeah. a how protest. You steal his signature move? And did you have Nikes on while doing it is my question. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, man, I think that people ride trends. That's why there might be protests now. There might be protests yeah. tomorrow. There might be protests all throughout the rest of the year. And then they will eventually subside and go away. Do, do you ride up Michigan Avenue? And more recently has been picking up because whatever's going on in the hospitality industry. But there's like always somebody picketing the Congress Hotel. Everybody pays attention to that shit. It's like, sit down. The picket signs don't work. The marching doesn't work. No, I don't want to say that because I think those are the hotel workers. So. That's what I know they are. They're the disgruntled hotel workers that are not being treated fairly and deserve to be treated fairly. But it's like the picketing. It's like people are coming and taking your job for that yeah. time that you're picketing and just walking straight past your picket line like, excuse me, or I'm going through the side door. Well, and I think... From the everyday person that we see it, we don't think anything is happening. But I think In behind the background, the scenes, yeah, because my mom was supposed to go to the Lyric Opera mm. yesterday. They not with the shit so. And that. so we were trying; she couldn't make it, so she was gonna give me the tickets. We was trying to figure out. So mm. she called me like, "Girl, do you know they're on strike?" Girl. I was like, "No, <laughs> girl, don't know. It's dangerous." But it's the whole union thing too, dealing with uh, these yeah, workers. Yeah, the union, so. the union. But I see it all up and down. Um, uh, I guess where King kind of is beginning to turn to Cermak, so right there okay. by Hyatt yeah. and all that, all that McCormick area, yeah. it's a lot of picketing going really? on over there. I don't know if they're getting the results they want. <laughs> but sticking with politics, man, did you hear about your boy Kanye pulling up to the White House in the Oval Office? How do you feel being in this Oval Office with me? Him and Jim Brown and Trump had lunch today, and it was a shit show. Why was it a shit show? Today. So Trump is in there at the Oval Office, I mean, at the head of the desk or whatever. Yeah. They're in the Oval Office. Cameras, yeah. reporters, Kanye, MAGA hat, all day. Right. Jim Brown, old ass. You know who Jim Brown is. That is original gangster, right, Jim original Brown? Original gangster, okay. one rib from I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that nigga. Mm -hmm. Legendary football player turned sort right. of activist. Actor. But, yeah, like, he yeah. tried to get Colin Kaepernick to meet with him, like, Previously, he tried to get Colin Kaepernick to meet with him, sit down with him. Cap wasn't going. Mm. So then what I'm hearing from the, um, you know, Ebro, that real famous. Um, Why does that name sound He, he kind of like the Breakfast Club, but it's just one of him. So he got his own popular radio show out of New York. So Ebro, he uh, says he got a call from Kanye. Ain't he on Hot 97? Something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, like cool, he's a programmer. Cool, yes, real cool dude, right? He say, man, um, Kanye hit his line and was like, yo. I'm trying to get Cap to come to this lunch meeting at the White House with me this Thursday. Mm -hmm. Ebro said, man, we ain't doing that. Kanye said, man, bro, like, at the end of the day, man, I've been talking to my dad recently, and my dad told me, you know what I'm saying, like, you need to hear him out. This would be a good move for the, for the culture, blah, blah, blah. Ebro said, man, no disrespect to your pops. We're not doing that. 
He said, man, well, what's his name told me it was going to happen? So put him on the phone. He said, I'm going to put him on the phone, and nothing's going to change about what I'm saying. We're not doing that. So Cap didn't go, didn't even talk to Kanye, whatever. We were trying to get to him through Ebro. Kanye and Jim Brown end up going today, and they're sitting down this whole media event. Trump then canceled important meetings with senators and yeah. stuff like that. They're talking about bringing factory jobs back to Chicago. They're talking about changing curriculums and education. He's talking about, hey, I just want to let you know I made a make a make America great hat, and I took the again off because time doesn't exist. And I think that's what black people are getting tripped up on is that all we live in is this moment right here, and we need to stop worrying about the future. I think we should have creativity centers dedicated to Jesus, and we bring these to Chicago, and we let people just be like a Montessori type thinking type of school and institution, okay. blah, blah, blah. So he had some good points. He had some right, that sounds ter- good. Some not so good points, but it was just the the whole circus of it all. So I'm sitting here strolling and trolling through uh, social media. D.L. Hewley went in on this nigga. Goddamn T.I. You know, he just made a track with him on the new yeah. day. And it didn't make it to the album, but it was, you know, um, I think it was um, Kanye versus the people. Yeah, and T.I. Yeah, was I heard representing that, the people. Man. He was like, man, I've held my tongue for too long, bro. Fuck you, man. Fuck your political stances. Fuck all this shucking and jiving you're doing. I heard somebody refer to him as the uh, equivalent of uh, Mantan. I think that was his name on uh, Bamboozled. Spike Lee's Bamboozled. Just that confused Sambo-ass character was just lost in in, in space. And uh, it's, it's, it's not looking good for your boy Kanye G. It's just like he's losing the people. I'm not saying he's losing his mind. I'm not saying anything about that. But they're, again, mental health. Da da da, this, that, and the third. But they just like, it, it was just a, when you see the interview, you will have questions. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. Then turn to lament the absence of masculine role models, then and now. My dad and my mom separated, so I didn't have a lot of male energy in my home. And also, uh, I'm married to a family that, um, you know, <laughs> not a lot of male energy going on. Like his wife, Kim Kardashian, whose own Oval Office meeting led to the release of a drug offender, West was in the White House to win clemency for another prisoner, Larry Hoover, serving six life terms for gang and drug offenses. It's very important for me to get Hoover out because in an alternate universe, I am him. Okay, so from what I'm hearing... He called the nigga a smart cookie. He called... Who was smart Kanye. cookie? Kanye. He said, smart cookie. He was like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm having this meeting... Uh, with two people that I like and admire, and I, I guess they like me. Kanye was like, no, no, I love you. I love this guy right here. Yeah. Call it. I love you, man. Okay, so there were clownish things Dog, going it on. It was some, um, hello, my baby, hello, my honey, hello, my <laughs> ragtime gal type shit going on, in my opinion. Okay, but still, it Come sounds back. like... He wanted to do get some stuff in Chicago, right? And isn't that the point? Regardless of how it looked, regardless of the foolery, right? You just named some. the mess you, from the message. You, I get you. you I get you. Name some pretty good stuff no, that I he agree. was trying to get back here in Chicago, right? So I just think, like, if you can follow Trump and if you can be a Trump supporter, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kanye can do whatever he want to do. I mean, in and my I agree opinion. with that. I agree with the freedom of speech. He made a very good point in terms of they asked, well, what about the guns? What's going on in Chicago? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Trump is for stopping. Frizz, how, what are you about? He was like, well, I'm, he said the guns ain't the problem. Illegal guns are the problem. Very true statement. Yeah. So shout out to Kanye for staying partially woke. Stop dropping um, them on the railroad. Yeah, but it was just it was just a lot to the interview, and it was just kind of it was interesting. It was Why very was this interesting, and very entertaining. What? 
Why was it televised? This was on Fox that I watched it on. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking a lot of other people covered it because it's one of those breaking news stories, G. So you got to check that out and let me know your thoughts on it, please. Please. Can you tell me? Speaking of Kanye, uh, arts nemesis, arts nemesis, I believe, to Kanye at this point, Taylor Swift is making some footprints in the political space. Have you yeah, heard about what she's so, been on? Yes. And I was shocked. So Taylor tweeted out um, in support of two Democratic uh candidates in Tennessee, Tennessee that yeah. she's going to vote for. You remember that song? Take me to another place. Take me to okay, another place. Okay, but what does that have to do with Taylor Swift? It was all Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, my bad. I digress. <laughs> Isn't that uh? Arrested Development. Yeah, I was going to say people. for the people. Know. One of the <laughs> No, two. it was Arrested Development. <laughs> Groove no. Theory. We so she know. tweeted, um, and in her home state, over 5,000 people registered that day. Mm in Tennessee, and over 100,000 young people between the ages of 18 and 25 got registered, which is more than last month. And that's the thing. They're, they're saying that, um, shout out to Taylor Swift, shout out to Stan Woke, Going Vote, yeah. shout out to everybody that's you know, part of the movement and actually uh, going about it the right way. Right. What they're saying that Kanye is using his platform, contrarily to what Taylor is using it for, they're calling it anti-intellectualism. So they're just saying, like, he's speaking on prison reform he's speaking on workforce development he's speaking on things that he had he's not knowledgeable about so it's just kind of difficult to be like Nigga, you've read like he said they said he was like yeah we need more stem schools in chicago hey what uh what stem mean ah! you know what i'm saying like he's just very uninformed so he's kind of like the president is what you say aha all right carry and on birds of a feather right. and, and another thing that they really <laughs> said and i think this was on cnn with uh lemon lyman what's the light-skinned dude name don lemon don lemon they Get was it right, up okay. laughing at this dude. But this was the this was Wednesday, so this was the night before Four. he went on for okay. the lunch. But they just knew he was going. And they was just like, man, you know, um, first of all, Kanye doesn't read. He doesn't he's not well versed in the shit. You should get other intellectuals to, you know, have these conversations. Right. But they were just saying how it's not surprising that a politician who is a media whore and an entertainer who is the same are using each other yeah. to be like, man, well, I'm trying to get in your space. You're trying to get in my space. Let's, you know, saying work this out. So meanwhile, OK, they just had a presidential election in Brazil. Hmm. They have presidents in Brazil. Yeah, I just knew they had thong bikinis. Um, and <laughs> Brazil is, is doing horrible right now. Oh, I thought you were going to Rio say is not full no. of asses and no. fun times. The Olympics no. didn't fix it. No. Why didn't we get the Olympics? You don't, you, want the Olympics. Olympics. you really don't want the Olympics. We should have had the Olympics. don't want the Olympics. Do you see what they do to the places after they leave? Uh, I mean, what you going to do to Chicago? How you going to devastate Chicago? Chicago is You'd be surprised because Rio was pretty bad before it got there, and now it's worse. But I'm just saying. And like, then what we going to do with that big old facility? We? What? What we do with what, it? What use are you going to? You got the United Center. You got Rosemont. You got all these other facilities. Mm -hmm. Right? So what are they going to do with that? Because it's just going to be there once they leave. Three shade, three shade. We would have figured it out, is what I'm saying. Soldier Field, <laughs> little as fuck. Soldier Field, little as fuck. We could turn this into a museum. It's right there by the museums. Whatever. Look, go ahead. Uh, so, so because um, Brazil is not doing well, what, like, how can we help? What, what, what number do well, we no, need to what call? I'm what the saying? fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, who gives a fuck about Brazil? <laughs> what? What's going on in Brazil and how can we help? Whatever. I'm um, just no, they just had a presidential election. Okay. And I think it tied because one of the candidates is more like a dictator. Mm. As I told you, China had a presidential election. They actually chose the one that's like the dictator. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of these countries are doing that 
same time, they all are similar to Trump. Yeah. So I while y'all worried about <laughs> Trump and Kanye, it's a lot of stuff that Trump has going on with these trade wars, yeah. with these other countries that's really going to affect us even once he gets out of the office. So I could really care less about that interview. Just okay. saying. All right, man. Well, um, pray, pray for the country, I guess. I mean, pray <laughs> for Brazilians. <laughs> pray for Brazilian waxes and um, misophilioma. What else <laughs> can we pray for? Uh, so I know you saw last week, Friday, right? The so, verdict was out. Ah. For the first time in nearly 50 years, a Chicago police officer has been found guilty of murder in an on-duty shooting. Ah, the verdict. What we call that last week? The, the trial, trial of the decade. The decade. Yeah. Jury find the defendant, Jason Van Dyke, guilty of second-degree murder. Conviction on a charge of second-degree murder plus 16 counts of aggravated battery for each of the 16 shots he fired into 17-year-old Laquan McDonald on that October night four years ago. And now we could go home tonight and sleep yes. knowing that Laquan is, is at peace. Which to my understanding, and please forgive me if I give you fake news right here, is saying that there was first degree murder, but there was mitigating circumstances. Well, because first degree, they say, has to be premeditated. Yeah. And if you're a cop, it's slim chances to none that you're going to ever get first degree murder because yeah. it's not technically premeditated. Yeah, it's like those. I was trained to possibly kill you every day, depending right. on what you're doing. So. And he wasn't uh, found guilty on the misconduct. So it was like, man, you killed this man unpremeditatedly, and uh, you were okay for doing it, but you shouldn't have did it. You shouldn't have did it 16 times. You shouldn't have, did it 16, you shouldn't have killed him 16 times. You should have killed him once. I mean, because I watched it. I watched the stuff he said. I watched what mm. the prosecution and the defense, everybody said. And he might have gotten away if it was four shots. Mm -hmm. But 16, 16, you just can't justify That's four square, that my nigga. At all. <laughs> you can't get away with 16. When all the other officers said they didn't feel any, any uh -uh. threat or danger. And so they did talk to the jurors afterwards. Right. And Now, that was entertaining. That was entertaining because it was like, I guess it was 12 jurors and then I don't know how many alternates. And I guess they asked all of them, like, yo, so does anybody want to be interviewed? Only and three. And was like, yeah, I'll be on audio. And it was three lonely souls. Like, I'll do it. Yeah. And it was a sister. sister a it white seemed like guy. a Hispanic like lady, lady. or like kind of mixed lady. And then a white, a white guy. guy. Yeah. And it was just funny to me. And I you know, it's kinda of like when they say believing is seeing. And you know how they always try to act. They try to portray us in the media to not look as smart as certain yeah. other people. This woman was the lone African American on the panel, which deliberated for seven hours. We looked at all the evidence and we ruled on it according to yeah. people. And uh, I remember the sister, they was asking her questions. She was like, well, shoot, I ain't like, who at the bam? And the lady was up there with a stank-ass attitude, who at the bam, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so then the uh, reporter was like, and you, sir, what do you have to say? Like, they wanted the white man's opinion on that one. They like, this sister's emotional, yeah, see? Like, yeah. give us some non-biased feedback. Mm -hmm. But it, it was hella entertaining, in my opinion. <laughs> For them to be like, Shh, I didn't never. It was never a question of guilty, not guilty. It was how fucking guilty. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, they was like watching I mean, the news. They was on social media. I mean, they could say they wasn't. But, but they were very much so impacted by everything surrounding the case. And I do agree with the defense. And don't, you know, don't, don't, whatever. You weren't going to get no fair trial in Cook County, what? dog. Because it was so much information in Cook County. Because why would you bring in a special prosecutor from outside Cook County, but you wouldn't move the trial to somewhere outside of Cook County? That's like saying, 
Emmett Till should have been tried in the South versus the North. I don't even know if Emmett Till had a trial. No, because she lied she and yeah. she just admitted that shit. But you feel me? On, no. Uh, on, okay, well, you don't, I don't have feel to feel you me. Because... Y'all feel me? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> Cook County was not fucking with that shit, dog. You're caught. Jason Van Dyke alone cost millions of dollars to the city and the taxpayers in Cook County. And we got all this information leading up to the trial, blah, blah, blah. And if you pick 12 people from anywhere in Cook County, they've heard about the shit. If you pick somebody from outside the county, there's a higher chance that they like not in tune with the story. And they can Google it. Okay, I'll That's say this. That's all I'm saying. Even if they had it outside of the county, I still think he would have been guilty. I don't, I don't shots, disagree with that. I right? do not disagree with that. But I'm a, just talking about the reason that you can move it and, and, and move or make a whatever to get yeah, it so moved. What? It's is been for that reason. many trials that black men have totally been on agree. trial for totally and agree. they didn't move it out the state, but the county, and it was an all-white Male like the Cosby juror. situation, it's not saying Cosby shouldn't have went to jail. It's saying everybody else should as well. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So it's not like so we're uh, saying it all shouldn't these other have been moved. Have... It's saying there's other hella hell other cases that should have been moved as well. That's all I'm saying. Right. We don't even need to say that, okay? He's guilty. We're moving on. Okay. <laughs> rest in peace, man. Tell your butt to rest in peace, For man. Real. I feel... Good luck with that. Now, now, this was my thing. So I had to look up the difference between concurrent and consecutive. And I thought that, you know, he was just going to serve 6 to 20 just all at once. They was like, no, when you're done with this 6 to 20, you start the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. Up to For 16. Yeah. So I guess the bare minimum that he can get is 16 times 6, whatever that may be, right? And the maximum he can get is 20 times 6. Well, I've been hearing people say 3. Three. Oh, like getting out early on good behavior, da da da. So I don't, I don't know how that works. But if you get sentenced, because you got to serve what eighty five percent of your time or three, eighty five percent. That's six why I was like, four. where are you guys getting your math? He's gonna be there for a while. <laughs> I feel like we need to go back to school. <laughs> but it was just funny how everybody became a lawyer when they said, "Oh, matter of fact, I, I've been he yeah, pretty I, much I got off." There, but who yeah, how did he get off? No, it sounds to me like Can I go home and kiss my sweet? Baby and, yeah. and and they said and no. They, nigga, go to jail. Yeah, no, have a seat. Don't pass go. So I mean, I feel like wow, there's a lot of activists that were involved. And shout out to the activists that really and William Callaway. There was some writer. Brandon Smith. That he was really, a journalist. The journalist. He dog. worked with William uh, side oh, by side. To this help was a get community conviction, out. man. And yep. I, I really like the fact and the power that that shows. But I do think that he was a sacrificial lamb for the system. I feel like this happens all the time. It got so much exposure at the wrong political time that they was like, heads must roll. Same thing happened with your boy, McCarthy. They said, you got to go. Same thing happened with Anita Alvarez. You got to go. Same thing is happening with Rom not rerunning. You got to go. And shit well, rolls downhill. Jason Van Dyke, since you got us all in this, you got to go. How many black men have been killed across the states and ain't nobody went to jail? Five million five hundred thousand. I'm about to say for real. Nah, no. was, <laughs> I don't have these stats. I don't have these. But stats. that's what I'm saying. None of them have been the guy who killed uh, Fidel Castro. Mm -hmm. He ain't go to jail. No. So yes, one of y'all needs to go to jail. Goodbye. Well, it's Jason Van Dyke. No slow claps. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of moving on, have you heard about your boy uh, Jimmy Buckets Butler? No. You know who that is. Yeah. Former Bull. Yeah, right? I like Jimmy. So they took the Chicago Bulls and made them the Chicago Timberwolves and added a couple of little pieces around them, right? So they got big um, Carl Anthony Towns, also okay. known as Cat, out of, uh, I want to say he was out of Kentucky. Uh, you got Anthony Wiggins, who was the number one draft pick by the Cavaliers a couple years back and then got traded over to uh, the Timberwolves for Kevin Love, the big white boy that was hooping with LeBron for a couple years. Right, I know him. And they got Jeff Teague, who gave us a lot of problems in the, um, in the playoffs, and he was a point guard for the Atlanta Hawks. 
all of them, as well as Taj, as well as Jimmy, as well as Luau Ding. All them up Bull, there. Everybody. They even had um, Jamal Crawford until last season. So they had a nice team on paper. Okay. But it never really <laughs> curled all the way over. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, on paper, it looked good. They was always getting that exit in the first round because they in the West Coast, right? Right. Man, your boy, Jimmy Buckets, wants a trade. He wants to go anywhere but Minnesota, right? I don't blame him. This nigga has been ranting and raving in, 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 in the media, like, all season and a little bit of preseason. I don't want to be here, wah, wah, wah. Bitch, yeah. I'm a baby. Let me get out of here, right? <laughs> he goes into practice, and the starters, mm-hmm. minus him, mm-hmm. sitting there practicing, blah, blah. He said, man, y'all niggas some bums. Y'all some suckers, man. We got the fam. Give me this man, this man, this man, and this man, and we finna play y'all. And he took the, the reserves from the team, scrimmaged the starters, and was killing these niggas, right? The starters. He was killing the starters and proving to them, like, that's why I don't want to be here. Y'all niggas is weak as fuck. Y'all need me. He's yelling at the general manager. He's yelling at the owner. He's cussing everybody out, G. And then he goes into a press conference yesterday and was like, I mean, yeah, I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? These niggas soft. This nigga cat, um, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, he's a seven-footer, but he moves like a, you know, a power yeah. forward or something like yeah. that. He was like, every time he would get the ball, I'd be like, I'm guarding you, nigga. What you going to do? He was like, pass. I'm just going to pass. Anthony um, Wiggins, he was like, he's the most athletic, most athletic person on the team, but nobody plays harder than me. At the end of the day, these niggas ain't worth playing with, and uh, I'm trying to get up out of here. And uh, it, it's just interesting. Like, we've, I've never seen anything like this on the NBA frontier where somebody is that bold and some, so, that disgruntled, but then thinking somebody else is going to pick you up. Like, you got to be very, very, very good for somebody to deal yeah. with that type of personality. You know what I'm saying? But if he on a team that fits, he probably won't have that demeanor. But I think that he is not trying to get on a team that fits and play second fiddle, he's trying to be the be man the on, the on the team. And Jimmy Butler, as good as he is, is not the number one star. that's going to get you anywhere unless you're in the East and you're just aspiring to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, he can't Why control the team. Why would he go play with Kyrie? Um, I, now, I did hear that Kyrie, he said something like, man, I hope to be here next year if you guys will have me, maybe, possibly. So he might still be in Boston, but I don't know if Boston has room for Jimmy. I think he's more of a, I'm trying, finna go to New York, I'm finna go to L.A. Clippers, I'm see if I can get Kawhi over here or whatever. Yeah, I know I'm always pro But it's just interesting to me to know that Jimmy is such a dog. He and, is. and just now reflecting back on uh, D. Rose's descent and Jimmy Butler's ascension, yeah. it's like it makes sense. Like He wasn't backing down from D. Rose. He ain't backing down from Timberwolves. He ain't backing from down who? from nobody. What is he playing? Uh, that man. is the Patonk. most injured ass ball player right now, ever. but that's still our boy, man. That's still our boy, man. Why? A rose from the concrete. The story. What is he so playing? So good his first eighteen months. <laughs> exactly. He was so good. Can we move on from that D rose. We've moved, Thank and you. Jimmy has moved past him, but there, he's just a very, um, a, a, a highly polarizing figure right now in the media. Mm. And I just want to know, like, what are y'all comments on that? Do y'all think he's playing it the right way? If you're disgruntled, should you kind of keep it close to the breast? Mm-hmm. And we saw what happened with Kawhi. They sent his ass to Toronto. Nobody wants to live in Toronto. You want to visit, but you might not want to live in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? It's better than Minnesota. It, it is. I will give you that. <laughs> I will give you that. So let me ask you this one last thing before we move into our favorite topic on this and the third, which is none other than Relationships. What happened in your Uber ride today, man? Because yeah, I, I was hearing some buzz about the studio. So um, I got an Uber uh, to go pick up my car, right? Uber pool or? No. Hold on. Before you go there, 
Have you used Uberpool? I like Uberpool. Have you noticed that it went from Uberpool Express, Uberpool, and regular Uber to now just Uberpool? And you're going to walk a few fucking blocks if you want to save money on your car insurance by switching to Geico. Is that what that, that little walking they, Yes, they, 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 like, they slowly I introduced never, it. Like I, you used to have look. an option, I want to walk, or I want to get in a pool, but I want to get picked up at my doorstep. Now it's, nigga, anytime you get a pool, go, go on to okay, the corner. Okay, so, so they, I saw that little um, option on my mm -hmm. phone, and because I never chose it, it's not on my phone no more. Uh, I use it so frequently. I These niggas made me walk like eight no, blocks. No, I, I, if I do the pool, I got the It'll say pool, and they come to my door. Nah. But I did see that, and I was like, I read it. I said, let me see well, what this maybe, is. Maybe I fat-thumbed it, but I feel like they didn't give me a choice today. They well, said, nigga, sometimes walk you don't read it, and if you just press yeah, it. They got it. Like, it's no. in my default settings. Okay. So, so you're in a regular Uber. Regular Uber. Um, it was a black guy, right? He had a Lincoln MKZ. Nice car. Hey, nigga. And uh, driving me to pick up my car. Making my way. He down. was not going fast. He, as far as I knew, he put on all his blinkers, turning signals, everything, right? She wasn't. And <laughs> nobody <laughs> watches that movie. I just think it didn't. No, I hear it. I, no, you I know, you can hear it because he didn't have the music on. Oh, okay, okay. So we turn. Next thing I know, whoop whoop. I'm like, I'm like, that's you. That's the sound of the police. I said they pull you over. He said, yeah. Is that a bus? I'm like, I got places to be. No. I was like, that's what no. I was thinking. I was like, I have shit to do. I don't have time for this. Dude. So. Two officers come to his side, one comes to the passenger side. Three officers right away. That's unusual to me because I ain't never had three officers come to my car for Man, me. That's a bit much. That Where y'all at? What area? We were right on, he got stopped on 75th and Harvard. I'm clear. Oh. So right by that school. Yeah. <laughs> and hot. is it? Kind of hot by Harvard. Apparently, elementary. I don't know. <laughs> was it during dismissal? They was about to get out. Yeah, it was like 2.45. There's a lot going on by the store, by the currency exchange over there. But it, it, was, uh, it was construction in the street, so it really wasn't no traffic, wasn't nobody out. Okay. So um, they pull him over, and he like, he like, yo, take this. Mm. I'm like, okay. That's a terrible <laughs> size. <Hey. laughs> the fact that somebody, we always got to tape our yeah. interactions, now that's crazy. He said, so, help me. He like, um, so the guy, pulled, the guy immediately said, you know, can I get your license? And then he said, do you have any weapons in the car? Oh, you, you escalated it immediately. I'm like, and so the guy was like, yeah, I got my, my, my. Concealed and carry? Yeah, my piece. Right here. You know, and, but he had his arms on the steering wheel, you know. And here. he said, okay. Um, so the one on the passenger side said he's going to reach in and grab it for you while we do this check. But what, but what is even the point of that? If you're doing the check. Oh, yeah, that's a gun. So he pulled the gun, he holds the gun, the guy, you know, takes his license, and the other it. two go walk back. Mm. The other guy's like, um, yeah, you know, if I was Uber and I'd be carrying my piece too, but can you carry it? You know, my wife, she drives Uber and she's always nervous, and I tell her, but she told me that we couldn't, you couldn't carry a gun if you drive Who's Uber. This? The cop. Oh. I'm in the back seat like, nigga, we ain't your friend, we don't yeah. give a shit. What's up? What's your wife doing? Oh, this doing? is good cop. This is good cop. I got you. So I'm like, whatever. They, they didn't even go long because he, he cleaned. He said he got his shit in order. They came back. All right, so here go your stuff. The reason we pulled you over is because you signal late. Bullshit. Bullshit. What time do I have? You signal late. So when Where's we drove off. Rules of the road book that Jesse White gave me. <laughs> when we drove the off, fuck? the guy was like, he saw them U-turn once he turned onto the onto 75th. He said, yeah, I saw them make a U-turn and they pulled Behind me, he mm. was like, they had to run my plates to know that I have a concealed and carry. Because ah. that was the first thing he asked after yeah. give me your license. Right. So I'm like, they must have thought they was going to get something, get you slipping without your card, mm -hmm. or maybe 
thought you were selling something. Oh, you have something. to have a card on you? Yeah. You can't just have a picture of it? Like you can do your insurance card? I wouldn't. Not here. I don't use paper. I would I would have, I would keep that wherever your wallet is, yeah. I would keep it in your wallet. Just yeah, because of tattoo. how. It's tattooed right here. How they did him. And so, my thing, and then they said, oh, oh, you're working. Yeah, niggas, I just ain't sitting in the back seat for the hell of it. You don't see my Uber sticker turned on, bitch? Man, it was some crap. So I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like cops are, I think they're Thirsty. tense right yeah, now because of the situation. Did oh. you see, I think it was in Inglewood. I'm not sure. Don't get me wrong. But a girl spit in the cop's face. Then she went into this house, right? Hey, y'all, they got no room. Fuck them up? No, we don't. We got the door to fuck them up. Fuck them up. Hey, Claudia, I know. Like I said, I'm going to Hey, y'all ain't got no room. Hey, y'all ain't got no room. Hey, let them go. Let them go. Take the fuck up. 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 I ain't need you. Hey, I ain't need you. I want you to let that bitch blow. I want you to let that bitch blow. Let it blow. Let it blow. Let that bitch blow. Blow that bitch. Blow that bitch. Blow that bitch. Shoot that bitch. Don't you scared? Don't you scared? What you scared? Yeah, blow that bitch. We want to see you blow that bitch. Hold on. Blow that bitch. You got your hand on the trigger. What's your name? What is your name? You have no warrant. And then you had Superintendent Knucklehead um, talking about some. The brother. Yeah. He, Jones. I'm done with him. Eddie Johnson. Johnson. Johnson, one of them Jays. I'm done with him. Jordan. He was like, you know, they were just complete fools and they needed to be treated like Eddie fools. Eddie Johnson. That sounds like some Eddie Johnson but he, type he, shit. The reason I don't rock with Eddie no more is because it was a press conference and they asked him, do you, what do you think about this police culture of pro protecting the shield? You know, how is that affecting their everyday job? Mm. This dude said, to my knowledge, I don't know anything about this culture. It doesn't exist. He looked in that camera and lied. Yeah, so like, are you kidding me? There. Yeah, so I don't, yeah. don't work with him no more. And that's the thing, man. Like, we can at least ex respect the fact that um, Kanye and, and Trump are fucking insane, but they own it. Yeah. Versus, I'm not insane. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? What? What insanity? That doesn't exist. What are All you right. talking what about? Insanity not... is insane. And he it's was like, on... Um, You're a fucking cop. What's that show with uh, a boy from Good Morning America now has his own show? Comes on oh, the Michael Strahan? He was on that show. Good day. Yeah, he Some was shit. on that show last, about two weeks ago talking about how his son gave him his kidney. Hmm. Nigga, who cares? I'm sorry. Nobody I cares. wish your son was a re-nigger because if he could take that kidney back, did he die by giving his father his kidney? No, he's uh, on the police force. His son's his on the son? police force. Hmm. Good luck. Well, I'm not going to say I wish he was a re-nigger, but I'm just saying you don't deserve an extra kidney, bro. Like, if you 
smoked yours or drank yours. What do you do to a kidney? You drink it away? Uh, you drank your kidney away with your cop friends at an Irish pub. You deserve to die from kidney <laughs> failure. I'm just saying. You think he hanging don't out? I don't even anybody. think he in that club. Yeah. He's not one of he the just, guys. No, I don't think so. He just Eddie goddamn Johnson. Okay. So what happened to Bishop Johnson? Um, so listen, I think um, we're going to go ahead and move into uh, relationships. Is yeah. that cool? Yeah. All right. So uh, shout out first and foremost to my man, DC, always holding it down. As with always. Ass. So what's topping off oh, our favorite topic, uh, relationships this week, baby girl? I mean, okay. Dear DC, I'm called selfish when I wake my wife in the middle of the night mm -hmm. for sex. Yeah. You are. Whoa. Funny how it wasn't an issue 10 months ago prior to us getting married. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Am I out of bounds for telling her this is a wife duty? Uh. <sighs> mm. Layered. What say you? Okay, so you had me, you lost me, you had me. I think it is a little selfish, right? It, is, okay. it just is a little selfish just because maybe she got to get up in the morning. Mm. Maybe she has a long fucking day okay. and sex ain't on her mind at four in the morning. Sex ain't on her just mind. Saying. So that is a little bit selfish. Bit, Secondly, you're right, bro. If she was... Popping ass 10 months ago that she still needs to be doing it frequently, not every day. That's not a blow clap. That's something else. Excuse me. Not uh, every day, but, you know, frequently. You know what I'm saying? Just to say, hey, I'm still in it with you. Right. Um, I guess it is a white duty. I mean, because if she ain't doing it, somebody going to do it. In your Bibles, if you turn to the book of <laughs> Jeremiah, you will see, girl, you know I, I, I. I want to fuck every night, dog. If I married you, you're mine. I'm sorry. I'm not going to force it on you or nothing like that, but I am going That's what to it expect like. it. No, no, no. I'm going to tap, tap, tap. I'm going to wipe, wipe, wipe. You're going to drip, drip, drip. I'm going to insert, and we're going. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've been here. We've all done that or had that done to us. I'm just saying, man, wifely duties, right? Because if a nigga run up in his crib, I ain't gonna be like, oh, baby, I'm sleeping. Let him take all the goods. Let him take everything. It's like, as a man, I have to you get up and have to yeah, do my, yeah, my husbandly yeah. duties. You know what I'm saying? So play your role. I would say frequency does matter, though, because if frequency. it's every night, you probably need a girlfriend. You do. <laughs> at the end of the day, man, baby girl, man, just toot it just, just a little bit. Like, okay. you don't even need to participate. Just toot it just a little Here's bit. The difference. And now, we'll handle the rest. Is he waking up? Hard. Or ah, is he or waking up talking work, about something? Yeah. Come on, baby. Come on, just put your hand on it. Ain't nobody trying to do all <laughs> that. Rub it, rub it. Rub, yeah. Okay, well, two hands. Rub it with two yeah, hands. Yeah, nah, nobody doing that. Nobody's doing you got to wake up with it hard, and then maybe she'll roll over and ah. acknowledge it. But if it ain't, mm. uh, good what luck. What are we doing? Okay. Yeah. Put it at attention, <laughs> and you'll get something. All right. Next up, what we got? Okay, dear DC, I'm seeing two guys. Two. I met one guy online seven months ago. Swipe. And it's been sheet-tearing orgasms on the regular since day one. Goddamn. <laughs> He's the one I really want. Right. But I confronted him about a serious relationship. He said he couldn't give me what I wanted right now. Who? Mm. Cool. <laughs> no on the other hand, there. <laughs> on the other hand, the relationship with guy number two started two months ago, and it's progressing. Ah. We haven't had sex, but I'm starting to feel a Ooh. little guilty if I wasn't with if I weren't for guy number one, guy number two would want would have won my heart by now. I'm so confused. Girl. Ugh. What's confusing?
posting about it. Like, what is your sheet thread count? Like, what no, the fuck? I ain't even gonna go there because niggas' thread count be long. So I'm do do you right? But if guy number one, what you have to get out of is just let that forget that sex, right? Just forget it, block it out your mind, and because guy number two, it seems like is going to give. He wants to be in a relationship, right? So the only thing she's questioning is the sex. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a try and see what it's like. Oh, the double dip on the dick. <laughs> I don't know if I would agree with that, man. I'm not saying double dip. I'm saying I'm saying back up dip. from number one because number oh, one busy. One he time, got his own thing going right. on, right? So fill number two out a little more and put a little more time into that. And then, you know, if you like him and that energy and that chemistry is there, the sex wow. usually turns out to be pretty good, okay, if, you Ooh. know. <laughs> sounded a little uh, iffy there. Because you oh, never I, know, so I'm just saying. What they say, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> she doesn't know what she's getting with this other, uh, what you call it, energy centered yeah. nigga. So um, I would say, if you don't have the perfect man, combine him out of the two. Oh, Continue <laughs> to use and abuse my man in the bedroom or let him do that to you. And then... Continue to get all the wraparound services that you would need from a relationship from this goofy mug that has been dating you for two months and has not smashed. But he, when he smashed, he's going to want her time. He's going to want her time. But that's what I'm saying. Don't let him dip because if, if, she, let, if she let him dip, all right, he checked the oil. Number bow, two. Red, number two. Okay. He checked the oil. Bow. And he like, man, gee, I love her even more now <laughs> because I've been kicking it with her for two months, probably three by the time that shit happened. <laughs> and now I'm in love because he finally let me smash and it's good. And it's not good to her. Now what's she gonna do? Okay. So now what's she gonna do? If it's not good to he's you, going to want to come back again and again, and she's never going to come. But if she likes him, then she has to work with him and teach him how to get you off. If yeah, I agree if with she that. if she likes him, show like me that. how to love. Show me how to love. I get that. But she already has somebody in that department. She's fully staffed in that department. She just banging this dude. Yeah, and and and, and what's wrong with that? She because she nothing. wants a, I really want a relationship. What is a relationship? What'd you say? Yeah, I confronted him about a serious relationship. He said he couldn't give me what I wanted right now. So are you willing to have a relationship <laughs> with terrible or possibly mediocre or great sex, right. but you don't know, versus a situationship between these two brothers and great sex? Because ultimately you want your relationship to consist of great sex. You already have that. Work out that other 80%. See, I'm just saying, women who want a relationship, if she sticks around with this guy, she gonna be mad. She gonna be hurt. Which guy? She gonna guy number one. Yes. She gonna be bitter. So part of relationships. Some women never get over that. So, like, let's move on. The flip side, I would say that a dude that has a chick that has some good cut and a chick that's a good woman, he would. Figure out how to juggle. It's not even hard to juggle two things. And that I can see if it was problem. three. What's that the problem? What's the juggling. problem? Because why are you juggling if you're in a relationship? There's no more juggling. I said situationship. <laughs> I didn't say relationship. What the? F no, I'm not agreeing with that. We're just going to disagree. What do y'all say, man? What should this young lady do? And would the situation change if it was a uh, dude instead of a young lady? All right. Last but not least in relationships. Okay, dear DC, I have been with my boyfriend for four years, and for the last year, we have lived together. He, he divorced his ex-wife eight years ago after she cheated on him. Wow. They have two kids together, 
We discussed our future, marriage, kids, will, etc. Damn, they're discussing they will. <laughs> Shout out to Aretha. Good job. The other day, and to my surprise, he wants to be buried next to his ex-wife. Oh, my gosh. Am I wrong to feel this is a slap in my face? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Okay, so they're not married yet. No. But they just moved in together. And they're talking seriously about it. And if you all are talking marriage, he just needs to understand that, dude, when we get married, ain't no ex-wife. You're going to be married. You're going to be buried. Where the hell I say you're going to be buried? Mm. Interesting. What I would say. <laughs> are you finished? <laughs> yes. Well, that means a retort. <laughs> what I would say is it sounds like their relationship is a bit. New, four years, they said? Or? Four years, but four they years, just so moved in together. New, but just moved in together. So now the conversations are beginning yeah. to become a little bit more deep and yeah. layered and things like that. I think that maybe what she heard is a little bit different than what was said. And this is a huge assumption, so please don't quote me on this. But I believe that maybe he said, last time I thought about where I was going to be buried, it was next to my now ex-wife. What you think, baby? And she like, nigga, what did I just hear you say? You said you trying to be married next to this apple who cheated on you and who out the bed blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, nah, the last time I thought about death, like, that's where I thought I was going to be married. <laughs> and obviously things have changed, and I haven't thought about it since. Like, I don't think we think about death to that extreme in terms of where am I going to be buried? Am I going to be buried versus cremated? Who out the bed? I think that that's more of a couple's type of decision. And unless he's been in a serious relationship, and maybe he has in the past eight years, or no, no, because he only had four year gap in between there. Well, her, yeah. So after his divorce, well, they don't even serious, say that. Who knows? Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm just saying, if 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 you really thought about who you're gonna be buried next to, that's probably a more of a husband wife conversation. It could be because of the kids, so the kids can is, come see them together. Possibly. But he probably hasn't thought that deeply on it, is what I'm saying, since the yeah, marriage no, and I now agree. divorce. So I think she may have heard something a little bit different than what was said. That's just my opinion. I would be like, um, why? I guess you're going to be cremated then, huh, nigga? Mm. <laughs> it depends on who dies first. <laughs> right. If, if she dies first and his ex-wife is dead, he's having a menage. Like, <laughs> Congratulations, my nigga. Her spirit is pregnant. Uh, but I think that about wraps us up yep. for relationships on this week's episode of This and the Third. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up with us on another dope episode of This and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. literally. And it's been a pleasure serving as your host. Once again, it's been your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, my lovely co-hosts with the Moses, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.